0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand. The place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Good morning. Saubona. Hey, good, <quaad OVER> good Ha ha. <careless> <teil round> okay. Awesome, awesome. Last week we were looking at uh, breaking the power of evil. How I many people have been demolishing some evil, some evil powers since last week? You need to continue to do that. Do you know that God has given you, um, has given you authority, and with authority comes responsibility. Do you understand? Yeah, authority. Does not come without responsibility. A lot of times, people want, they want authority. But they don't understand that authority comes with responsibility. As a matter of fact, don't seek authority; seek responsibility, because with responsibility comes authority. So, if you have, you have um, authority over the evil one, that means you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to keep him where he belongs. Ensure that he does not cross the boundary. You know that God puts boundaries. He put a boundary. The sea is not able to cross the boundary that has been given to it. God put his word to ensure that the waters don't cross that boundary. You say, oh, Pastor, what about tsunamis and all those things? Those are. Uh, that's different. <laughs> it's not an act of God. Somebody once said, I mean, it's not it's not Bible, but it says that. Um, A lot of earthquakes are are actually they actually happen when hell is expanding. So more people are going in, and then there's need for expansion. Then there's some reaction. (laughs) I don't have a scripture to support that, but I, I heard that one time, and I was like, interesting. So, but I want to share with us this morning on what I call the mystery of iniquity. Understanding the mystery of iniquity. 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, from verse 2. It says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, we ask you, not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember That when I was still with you, I told you these things. And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. So the mystery of lawlessness, that's the mystery of iniquity. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, With all power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Because they did not receive the love of truth. That they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion. That they should believe the lie. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. Apparently, at this time, some people had been going around and telling the believers that the Lord was coming. So, Paul is writing them. He says that they shouldn't be shaken in their minds or be troubled. Either by spirit, it doesn't matter what spirit appears to you. It says, or by word. It doesn't matter what word you hear. By letter, it doesn't matter who sent this letter. Those people write it as if they were apostles of Christ. So, they deceiving people, trying to convince them that the Lord, the coming of the Lord, the Lord had come. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the Lord is coming tomorrow. There was a time we used to hear things like that. I don't know if you've been around long enough. You would have heard at least, I think in my lifetime I've heard it three times. One time, one time I was in secondary school and they said that Jesus was coming on a particular date. And we were busy repenting (laughs) because we were told that Jesus was coming. You know, imagine just a teenager. He said, Jesus is coming. Hey, Lord, please forgive me. I I fought this person, I beat this person, I did this, I did that. Please forgive me. I don't want to go to hell. Huh? And then later on, sometime in high school, I heard there was uh, somebody, one, and these things always come from America. This guy comes up with some calculations to give a date of when Jesus is going to come. was publicized and I think I I don't remember the third one but there was another one so uh, don't be shaken in your mind there are things that have to happen first amen so he says let no one deceive you by any means don't be deceived for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first And the man of sin is revealed. And who is the man of sin? The son of perdition. Bible scholars believe that this is um, what is known as the Antichrist by some people. But you see, when you hear Antichrist, there's a lot of teaching about the Antichrist. But you need to understand that uh, there is a spirit of Antichrist that is already at work already at work and that is a spirit that opposes anything of Christ I remember um, some years ago there was was a man of God who had gone into some error and was preaching some things and uh, Pastor Sam confronted him uh, and But when he went to pray for the man, as he was praying in the place of prayer, I think he fasted maybe for seven days or I can't remember how many days. But while he was fasting and praying for this man, the Lord told him that this man is operating by the spirit of Antichrist. But this is a preacher of the gospel. How can a preacher of the gospel, who is carrying the Bible, Be operating by the Antichrist. I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of John. In the epistle of John. Where he says that there are many Antichrists. Where is that scripture now? Hmm? In 1 John. Can you locate it for me? So, yeah, there are uh, the spirit that is at w- that that is at work in the age today, in our age today. Thank you. In our age, in our day and age today, make no mistake about it. God has allowed it for a reason. Look at First John chapter two, eighteen. Little children, it is the last hour. Now, this was written 2,000 years ago. It was the last hour 2,000 years ago. Now, what is it? What is the time now? If the last hour was 2,000 years ago, I don't know if it's the last second. or (laughs) It's the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, Yes. Then he says, even now many antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. Can you see? So there is the son of perdition that will come himself, but before then he is going to be preceded by many antichrists. some of them carry the Bible. I am serious. They carry the Bible. The Antichrist. They are preparing the way. But when the son of perdition himself comes, by the time he comes, everything would have matured. Evil would have matured. On the earth. Are you following me? Yeah. Evil structures would have matured. The infrastructure of evil will be so strong, so solid. And then he's going to ride upon that. And this son of perdition opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. All that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. As a matter of fact, if you read the book of Daniel, Daniel tells us that he is going to enter into the temple in Jerusalem and declare himself to be God. He will desecrate the temple. And that's when Israel is going to rebel against him. (laughs) And war is going to begin. But he says, Do okay, do you not remember ma ma, ma ma okay? Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? So Paul had been telling them about these things. Now he's writing them to remind them. But look at verse 7. He says, For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. So the son of perdition has not come and I don't bother myself about the Antichrist for your information. But I want you to understand the mystery of lawlessness that is already at work. What does it mean? What is the mystery of lawlessness? What is the mystery of iniquity that is working already? It is working in our day and in our time. This mystery is what God allows God allows the enemy to operate, to shroud himself in mystery. That's the mystery of iniquity. He is at work. He cannot fully manifest himself, okay, because he's being restrained. There is a boundary. There is a limitation. But make no mistake, he is at work. He is at work, and he will continue to be restrained until he is taken out of the way. That is the one that is restraining him. Now, until the one that is restraining him is taken away, he cannot fully manifest, but he can operate in the uh, behind the scenes. So that's what is happening. He' is operating behind the scenes. Sometimes you wonder, but why, God, why will you allow this to happen? No, it's the mystery of lawlessness. So, God allows the lawless one to continue to operate. But you and I must rise, take our place. And we still have authority over the lawless one. So, we have to continue to exercise our authority. But don't be disturbed when you see evil. Don't think that God has lost it. He has not lost it. There's a master plan. So, who is it that is restraining this lawless one from manifesting? Some scholars believe that it is the Holy Spirit, and some believe that it is the church. It's most likely the Holy Spirit in the church. <laughs> So we have the power. Just by being here, there are some things we are restraining. Isn't that wonderful? To know that you carry so much. You carry so much in you that just by being around, there is a limit to how much the enemy can manifest. But he is still Operating, he can only operate behind the scenes. He cannot come out blatantly in front of you to start operating. Why? Because he knows what you'll do, right? What would you do if Satan just stood in front of you now and says, Hello, I'm Satan? And uh, (laughs) before he even says the next sentence, you've dealt with him. Am I correct? Well, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. It's like uh, Lester Sumrall years ago. It happened to Wigglesworth. It also happened to Lester Sumrall, I think. Yeah, he went to one country. I can't remember if it was Philippines or where. To to, he was having some meetings there, and that those those meetings gave birth to a church that is still in existence today, uh, pastored by his son. But he was in his hotel room. He was in his room. I don't know. Was it hotel or house? He was in his room anyway. And he heard. There's a lot of commotion. In the lounge. Then he comes out. He looks. And he sees it's Satan. And Satan had even moved his bed. And said, you better move this bed back. <laughs> yeah? He didn't stress. He went back to sleep. How would you do? How would you handle that? <laughs> 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 huh? Wigglesworth came out and saw snake and there. He said, "Oh, it's you." I thought it was somebody else. And then he went back to sleep. <laughs> Some people. Hey, Jesus! 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> you have the power to restrain him. You can restrain him. He has no power over you. He has no power over you. Yes, the fact that God allowed him to operate because he's using Adam's lease. Adam's lease of the earth. You you know that God gave Adam, God gave the earth to Adam. Correct? And it was for a period For a specified period of time. And until that time is up, Satan is still operating. But I have news for you the lease is almost up. It's almost up. And he knows that. The lease is almost up. That's why he's being so vicious, he's being so wicked, he's being more evil. But God is raising a people. God is raising a people that are going to deal with him. And I know that you are that part of that people. We're going to deal with him. Destroy his works. He says, verse 8, And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. There will be the time that the church will be taken away. There will be a time that the restraining power, the restraining force will be removed and then he will manifest fully. That is when you will see wickedness. Now you think there is wickedness. You Anyway, you won't be here to see it. I say you won't be here to see it. But I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. At that time, Jesus says that it, it will be said, woe to them that have babies that are, that are just sucking, suckling infants. Because (laughs) it's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. So we have a window period now to spread the gospel. We have a window period now to reach as many people as possible. Because now he's still being restrained. He's still being restrained. All that you are seeing right now, all the evil you are seeing right now, believe you me, is restrained evil. Is restrained evil. God would not wipe it out completely now, but the time will come that it will be wiped out completely. But for now, God is restraining the full manifestation, but then he allows him to do some work, to shroud himself in mystery, to hide, to camouflage. He allows him to go carry the Bible and preach even. God allows it yes, to perform some miracles. God allows it for a reason. But we must not be deceived. Hmm? Look at verse 9. It says, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Can you see? That Satan also has his, he has his own power. He says, all power, signs, and lying wonders. So he has lying wonders. So don't be confused when you see some manifestations of the miraculous. And you think every miraculous manifestation is of God. No, Satan has his own prophets. He has his own prophets. He says, don't don't be surprised if Satan himself masquerades himself as an angel of light. It's no surprise that his prophets, his ministers masquerade themselves as apostles of Christ. It is happening. It's part of the mystery of lawlessness that God will allow these people to stand and In the name of God, (laughs) deceive people. We are here and we need to begin to manifest the power of God and the authority that God has given to us. And we can shepherd this city to the Lord. I believe that. We can break every evil power. Every evil power, every power of deception, we can break it. We can, we can, we, we can release God's power over the city in such a way that any false prophet that comes to this city will not thrive. It's possible. We can restrain them. We can curtail their operations. Yeah, we can, and we will. Yes, we will. And as we continue to declare the word of God, as we continue to stand for truth, for righteousness, I believe that God will manifest himself. Still talking about the lawless one, he says, with all unrighteous deception, Among those who perish, you see, because they did not receive the love of truth that they may be saved. When people don't love the truth, it is dangerous. People, I know that it's part of the last days that people heap upon themselves, teachers with itching ears. People who will only tickle their fancy. People who only tell them what they want to hear, but they don't want the truth of God's word. Such people are setting themselves up for deception. Deception. It's like, it's like the... the, the um, you remember, I think it was earlier this year when a um, man of God went to preach in Soweto and he made a statement. You remember the outcry. All the noise in the media, social media, and all of that. Why? Because he quoted the Bible. Because he quoted the Bible. Not something else. is God. He quoted God's word. Yes? And somebody walks out of the church. Why does he does he walk out of the church? He does not want that truth. Yeah. He wants all that truth, but not that one. Why? Because he has decided to believe a lie that is acceptable. So when people become selective, they are setting themselves up for deception. And the Bible says concerning such people, verse 11, it says, For this reason, God will send them strong delusion. My Lord. Strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Let's read it in the Amplified. Hmm? It says, Therefore, God sends upon them a misleading influence. Hello? Can you see that? A working of error. And a strong delusion to make them believe what is false. That is what is happening today. It's the mystery of lawlessness that is at work. That's why people are believing a lie to be true. They hate the truth, therefore God says, okay, fine, you hate the truth? Let me help you. Delusion, spirit of error, help them. And yes, sir, he goes quickly. <laughs> to begin to mislead them. That's what is going on. But it's part of the mystery of lawlessness. That is what is working in our day and in our age. So when I see it, I'm not perturbed. I just know, I understand. My mind goes back to this scripture. I say yes, these are the days we are living in. People have been deluded, they have been deceived, they have believed a lie to be true. Somebody says, but we are now progressives. We're progressive. So you know God said it in the in the Bible, but now we're not living in the days of the Bible. We have progressed. Hey, Progress from the Bible to where? Where have you progressed to? Where have you progressed to? And of course, there are preachers who endorse these things, hmm? like the preacher that said that he doesn't—he's not ready to go to a heaven whose God is a is a homophobe. How do you say that? Is that not delusion? God says no homosexual will go into heaven. In case you don't know. Hello? Yes. If he repents, he will. But if he doesn't repent, he's going to hell and he will roast. You can't progress from that. (laughs) The word of God is forever settled in heaven. Nobody can tamper with it. Your opinion does not change God's word. But the lawless one is at work. He's at work. And he's getting more people to believe the lie. You see, the, time, the more the people that believe a lie, the stronger the enemy is over the land. The stronger he is, And that's why we need to exert our influence. Because the devil needs people to believe him. If nobody believes him, what's he going to do? Nothing. He has no place. He cannot do anything. Although he's operating by Adam's lease, he does not have a legal right to walk physically on the earth. So that's why he has to possess people. He has to possess people and those people have to agree. In case you don't know, he cannot just force himself on anyone. Yeah, those people have to agree with him. And do you know what? The lawless one also uses the word of God. Yeah. He uses the word of God. Don't you know that Satan uses the Word of God? He needs the Word of God because he knows the Word of God is effective. So he uses the Word of God to mislead people. He cannot deceive people without without the Word of God. He needs the Word and he uses the Word. You see that when he, he tempted Jesus, when he tempted jesus in matthew chapter 4 let's read that we're going to pray and break the power of deception every deception everything that makes that makes people around us or even makes us to believe a lie has to be broken Matthew chapter 4, verse 3. Now when the, tempter, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But Jesus answered and said to him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the, the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is what? Written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You see, the first temptation, he didn't use the word. He said, "Ah, this one didn't work. Let Let me use the Bible now. It says, if you are the Son of God, turn these stones to bread and eat. And Jesus quotes the scripture. Then now he switches to the scripture. It is written, he says, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Hmm? You shall not tempt the Lord your God. So the devil uses the scriptures. He uses the Bible. He knows the Bible. He knows the Bible. So if you think that the enemy will just work and just like everything is so clear that this is him, you'll be making a mistake. When he operates, he has to cover himself and God has allowed him because if there's anything he will tell the Lord by the mystery of the of lawlessness I'm allowed to operate here. And God will allow him. But he knows he's limited, he's restrained. But he will operate. And he will get the scripture, use the scripture to mislead people. He will use the miraculous to mislead people. He will use the gifts of the Spirit, especially the prophetic gift and the power gift. These two gifts are gifts that he is going to use. And he is using already. He's using already. And that's why we must rise up. We must rise up and begin to operate by the power of God. And by by the word of God. So when you open your mouth. And you release the truth. It will cause light to shine. And people's eyes will be opened. People will see the truth. But if you are playing safe all the time. Always playing safe. We are going to miss this generation. we will lose our generation. Somebody has to rise up. And you need to understand. That it is side by side. <laughs> the enemy is working, God is working. But God is looking for yielded vessels, people that will dedicate themselves and say, I'm ready, whatever it will take to deliver this generation, I'm ready to give it. Amen? Are we going to allow Satan to take our generation? Will you allow him to take your children? Will you allow him to take your family? when you pray, don't just pray for yourself. You pray for your family. You pray for your extended family. All of them deserve salvation. It doesn't matter how, how far back they are from God, how far away they are from God. They can be brought back. When you begin to break the power and the influence of delusion over their mind, every spirit of delusion, every spirit that has deluded them, every spirit of error that is operating in their lives, you begin to break that because you have the restraining power. You have the power to restrain error. I believe that as you begin to use that, as you begin to release that over your family, over your friends, over the city, over this nation, then this nation will be saved. I believe that God is looking for people who will have faith for the nation, who will have faith for cities, who will have faith for communities. It's not just me, myself, and I. Why? Because Satan has positioned um, principalities all over just to to bring his will to take people, as many people to hell as possible. But we have to rise up. We have to become the new principalities (laughs) that will bring the kingdom of God. Do you believe that? Yes, I believe that. I believe that. Anybody that is under the spirit of error that comes around you should be delivered from that. Let them be delivered. But you have to be so infused with the power of God and the word of God that when you open your mouth, light will shine. They will see clearly that this is the truth. This is the word of God. Yes. So, Satan needs the word of God to work his demons use the word of God. God also uses his word. And the angels of God use the word of God. Then why not you? <laughs> why not you? So you need to get into your word. Get into your Bible. We need You need to be established in the truth. You need a strong, strong biblical base if you are going to survive and thrive in this day and age. Why? Because deception is going to get stronger. Delusion is going to get stronger. But we are going to get even more strong. We will get stronger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How would you like it when you appear? Demons start saying, look, let's strike a deal. You don't disturb me, I won't disturb you. When they begin to talk like that, what do you do? You strike a deal with them? You cast them out! Right? Yes. But now you step in. The demon don't even know you are around. They don't know. Yes, we need to have more of Christ in us. That when you when you when you walk into a place, they look at you. They see fire. They see fire. Hey, please leave us alone. Leave Yes! Then you tell them, Hush! Come out. You don't go and say, Okay, so when did you come? How long have you been here? What is your mission? What is that? demons they are they have no place no place in your life no place in your home no place in your family no place in your children no place in your office when you step into that office restrain them from operating restrain them from manifesting yeah You can restrain him. So don't be afraid of them. Amen? We're going to pray this morning. And I want you to take authority right now. First of all, I want us to thank God for what he has invested into us. Do you know that what God has invested, you have no idea what you're carrying. You have no clue. No clue what you are carrying. What you are carrying is so powerful that hell cannot even come close. Because but for what you are carrying, the enemy would have taken you out a long time. Some of you have gone through the valley of the shadow of death. You walked through it. You came out on scratch. Yes? You walk in, passed through the fire, you came out, no smell. The devil set ambush against you and you came out and look at you. Why do you think there is a destiny that you are carrying, And there is an assignment that God has upon your life. Don't undermine it. And part of what we're here to do is to restrain the further spread of evil. So far as it's within our jurisdiction, we say no. And you need to stand and say no. If you don't say no, nobody will say it for you. Nobody will say it for you. You can't say, oh, look at how things are. Oh, my. The devil is really working. What are you doing about it? Take a stand. And say, Father, I'm standing as a representative, as an ambassador of heaven in this place right now. And I declare your kingdom to come over this place. And I put a stop to every operation, every maneuver of evil, every every lawlessness. In the name of Jesus, I restrain them. I restrain them from operating where I am, in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to prayer. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.